What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 48. Today with my guests Mike and Adam from the band Bees. That's Bees with an exclamation point. They are an alternative rock band from Philly. Uh, self-described their music as goofy, riffy rock. I'd probably describe it as uh, definitely music that would fit right into uh, a movie like Road Trip or a similar 90s movie. But anyway, um, I've been listening to their EP of late, and it's pretty catchy. They also have a new song, which is featured on this episode. Um, It was a pretty fun interview over FaceTime. We talked about the origins of their band name, what they do for a living, as well as movies and music and all that stuff. So anyway, hopefully you yourself are doing all right out there, staying safe, staying sane, all that. Uh, we got a little snow here on the East Coast, which is cool. Uh, I want to thank Mike and Adam for coming on the episode. Um, if you are a local musician yourself and have new music coming out, feel free to hit me up. It's possible we could do an episode. But uh, in any case, regardless, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting local music. If you like the song, uh, please go check it out. Wherever you listen to music, feel free to subscribe to the podcast or to the band. On Facebook, Instagram, Apple, wherever. Um, but yeah, without further ado, episode 48, Bees from Philadelphia. See if I can pull him in. All right, cool. Okay, I just uh, added him. Thanks for having us. Oh yeah, man, for sure. Yeah. Um, what's up, dude? Hey there. Hey. Uh, my name's Brett. So, I'm Adam. Cool. Yeah. Um, Mike. <laughs> right on. Welcome to what I call the uh, part-time rock star podcast. I guess. Um, How'd the first one go? First, which one? Didn't you, well, I guess you, maybe you've recorded a bunch now, but uh, you just put up like the first or second podcast, the Audic. Oh, yes. Um, so I, I'm just about at 50 episodes, I guess. I think you guys oh, okay. would be like 40, <laughs> yeah. 48, I think, something like that. Okay, maybe I misread um, that then. Sorry about that. <laughs> I just, well, actually, yeah, I did just start like a Facebook group for it because I figured uh, as uh, we get closer to 50, it's like, Maybe people want to share their stuff. And I have some, like, I don't know, different ideas for getting people together uh, for, you know, possibly a festival or some kind of show in the future. Um, Yeah, I saw a couple of those posts. That'd be great. You're Philly, right? I'm not. I'm Baltimore. Jesus, I don't uh, know anything, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, it's, it's not your fault. I was just posted in the Philly subreddit or whatever it was just to yeah get a couple of you guys on here because it's like, I mean, we play around town here all the time, but, you know, getting up to Philly can be yeah. a little trickier, and vice versa, I'm sure. You, like, I'm sure you guys won't play down here, 
sometimes. Yeah, who are we going to play with? A band from Baltimore, Unknown Nobodies. Is that somebody? I think that was them. But they were coming up here. It was like yeah. in a brewery. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think I got everything running audio wise on my end. It's uh, should be good. Cool. So, yeah. Um, I guess, like I said, my name's Brett. I do have a band that I call the Hollow Truths side project thing. Um, but I guess who's the singer in your band? I am. I'm the right. singer, guitar player, and I write most of the songs. All anyway. right. So you're the yeah. ring. I like to say the ringleader of the circus. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Cool. Um, I mean, yeah. Like I said, I kind of started this podcast off in early of last year. It was perfect timing because, you know, quarantine and all that hit and uh, things slowed down. So probably without that happening, I'm not even sure I'd continue to have done it, but it was like people were looking for something to do. So, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, you got to find a different way, right? So, mm-hmm. so that's kind of what we've done over the last year, too. Like, we put out an album almost a year ago yeah. in two weeks. And, you know, our album release party was supposed to be the day that, like, Philly shut down, basically. Yeah. Yeah, it was the very day. Yeah. That sucks, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah. we've found our way online, you know, meeting people online and, like, finding listeners yeah. that way and, you know, doing live streams and all that stuff. Yeah, from talking to this many people now, it's kind of like, I don't know, I've gotten the feeling that a lot of people have been productive, especially in the music world, which is cool, you know? Like, yeah, for I sure. Know a lot of people kind of, you know, things took a back seat, but I feel like for at least musicians, we we're pretty good at improv, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we I don't know how, I don't know how people are staying sane without something like this. Yeah. You know, yeah. like playing music is, is one of the only things we get to do anymore. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I live in sort of a weird perspective myself personally, just cause what I do for occupation, but it's like in a way, nothing has changed for me other than the lack of shows, <laughs> but okay. yeah, um, yeah. I kind of, I work in healthcare or whatever. So it's just like, you know, another day at the, at the rodeo really, gotcha. but, um, I do so you're know. still going in all the time and everything's the same, yeah, basically, I mean, except that nobody's Except that nobody else is out. going out. <laughs> it's yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Or as much. It's just <laughs> right. kind of like, I don't know. Wow. It's a interesting perspective, but like at the same time, I mean, I've met so many people over the last year just doing this. And sure. I mean, I feel like I tell everybody, but it's just kind of like, you know how it is when you play at a bar or play at a venue, like you don't always really get to hang out, really get to chat with everybody because you're worried about your pedals or something. <laughs> yeah, like. yeah or, the, or the people who came out to see you or whatever, you know, it's like, yeah. hey man, good show. We're passing each other with equipment, right? Like, exactly. Yeah. It's like you're in the equipment uh-huh. line trying to not piss somebody off who, you know, wants to get their little <laughs> shindig set up the right certain way and it's like, all right, right, I'll get out of here. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, this has been, like, a perfect little way to just connect with people. Um, off the top of my head, the only band I've played with from Philly so far, I think, is Famous and Fallen. I have no idea if you've heard of them. but Famous uh, and Fallen? Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. It sounds familiar, but I couldn't tell you who or what off the top of my head. Yeah. Have you guys played yeah. down here at all? 
No, not down in Baltimore. Um, mm. We just got, there's uh, somebody, uh, another podcast, Horror Punk mm-hmm. USA, I think is what it was. Uh, and yeah. she was talking about having us down that way to play, uh, Delaware, Maryland area. But I, we haven't yeah. yet. Um, we've, we've been talking to a bunch of people out in Pittsburgh mm-hmm. uh, and getting involved with this like cover thing out there. Uh, so we're doing some 90s covers and recording those and putting them out in the near future. Um, but hopefully we'll get over there and play there in like, I don't know, August. <laughs> so we're looking at, who, you know. who really knows? Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whenever we can. Yeah. There's a couple of different ways I could take what you just said conversationally. So tell me if I'm talking too much, but like, um, probably, Whatever. yeah, I mean, probably the, the thing that you were saying there, um, besides playing in Baltimore was, uh, shit, I just lost my track train of thought. Um, the cover thing and play yeah the cover first. thing exactly so i mean uh probably the biggest compliment that i can offer you guys is i've been listening to your ep since you hit me up and hey that's I, awesome thanks and i genuinely mean that i don't mean like oh, i was just kind of checking your stuff out like <laughs> you know seeing how it goes and yada 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 like i was like you know, when, when we first started playing, thank you, I really appreciate that. Um, when we first started playing shows, uh, before we really had music out anywhere, I would always notice that the sound guys would come up afterward and be like, hey guys, like, I do this all the time, but I actually really liked you. And it was yeah. like, I actually, <laughs> you know, at the beginning of all these things, and it was like, cool, thanks. Like, I actually take that as a big compliment, you know? It is, man. So you, I really appreciate that, yeah. If you can keep the sound guy happy even regardless of <laughs> your music, your life's going to be a lot easier. That's right. But no, I mean, sure. you have that nineties voice. Like, I yeah, don't know. it just, it sounds like it was made, you know, a little, a little while ago, but it's still fresh. And that's what I, <laughs> I grew up on. And that's all true. I think yeah. people have told me the same thing about my music. So, I mean, it's just kind of like, when I was listening to you, I definitely heard a similar, like kind of, range in our voices and the just yeah. the tone of it for sure yeah yeah you're like baritone bordering on tenor and i'm kind of like baritone you bo- know, bordering on bass <laughs> i, I, I used, when i was always in the choir i would sing bass too uh, but i've been pushing myself up you know for yeah. the for the pop stuff or whatever you want to call it yeah <laughs> yeah i mean it's just a very um prominent voice you have there it works so it stands out, you know, and then the other, the other good one I get about that is uh, people are like, my girlfriend really likes your voice. I get that one a lot, <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> which is cool. You know, like, great. That's a awesome. good sign, yeah. man. That's, that's, playing that bit, yeah? that's what you want to hear. <laughs> um, yeah. But that's awesome that you're listening to the EP because Life Coach was really the song that like kind of kicked things off big time for us. Like we've yeah. had way more plays on Life Coach than really we did when we put out the EP originally. So it's really good to hear that people are going back and checking that out too. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean personally, I like the EP. I'm not gonna lie. Great. Like, yeah. That. <laughs> like that was the first thing I clicked on, and um, a cool part about an EP, um, if you do it well, is it, it kind of just flows. You know, like there's not a lot of like whatever it is that chops it up. It's just a smooth like listen. Like, um, I've had a couple bands on who I feel like have done that well. And, uh, sometimes though, they just go for like, like for instance, me, I personally, like every time I write a song, I actually kind of intentionally try to make it sort of different, maybe at times too drastically, but it's nice to like listen to an EP that just flows. 
it's not like there's necessarily one song, but it's like there's a fluid story underneath or sure. whatever. And uh, mm-hmm. I really like that because it's also only five songs, which is yeah. also cool. Because <laughs> like I grew up on, you know, you listen to a full album, it's like ten songs. That, sure. That's an hour car ride to get through it. So <laughs> five songs. Yes, yeah, I think it's 15 minutes long. I think it's how long our EP is. Yeah, and so you can get through it. <laughs> you can bang it out. Like, on the way to the beer store and back, and it's kind of nice. That's like, it. Or on a jog uh-huh. or something. So I really cool. like it. I like um, In particular, the song that did stand out to me was probably the other day. I don't know why. It just felt like it could just That's crush cool. in like one of those 90s movies back in the day. Yeah. It, it would just <laughs> crush. Like, I, I don't know. In a sure. certain scene, like, it, just picture, throw out a 90s movie, you know, Tara Reed. You know, being in there. It just, it <laughs> yeah, man. Well, yeah. hey, I, I would still take some Sharknado with Tara Reid, you know? <laughs> if we could get in a Sharknado movie, I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good uh, idea. We should do a 90s, a 90s movie. You know, I just got invited <laughs> to, this, to this app recently that's called uh, Clubhouse, and yeah. it's um, like a live podcast kind of thing, I guess. And it's mostly like songwriter type people but there's a lot of like sync licensing stuff going on and people trying to like get into that sync world and all that um but it's too much to wade through it seems like to me a lot of people just like trying to talk about themselves i think Uh, that's usually (laughs) what we all want to do anyway right yeah i mean there's nothing wrong with that but it wasn't (laughs) what i thought it was when i picked it up you know yeah um yeah actually if you want um i found a cool subreddit recently it's called in indie music feedback. <laughs> Dude, that's great. And uh, um, most most subreddits mm-hmm. are just a gigantic wank fest for back of a or lack of a better term. But like that one's actually pretty good. Like you have to comment on other people's stuff. Mm-hmm. You know. And, so they help they help to blow up life coach for us. We actually got um I so they have a Discord as well. Uh, I've mm. been on their I think on the Reddit since the the EP. Yeah. But for Life Coach, I went on the Discord, and it's a lot more active than the uh, the subreddit is. Huh. Um, imagine that! Like, I loved the the subreddit. Yeah, the Discord is great. Yeah. And they have like a whole point system where you give feedback, and people give you feedback. And the more points you get, then you could submit to these playlists that they have. And yeah. they you roll for placement, so you get a number between like one and a thousand twenty four. And we got number thirty two, so we were the top song on the playlist um, sure. for that month. Yeah, so like really, they're, they're really great. In fact, yeah. I've been so busy, but I need to like get back on there this week and message everybody about like We Don't Wander and participate again and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. they're cool. Right. Well, I'm glad you're on there. Maybe I've given you an upvote before. <laughs> Didn't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I guess probably the other main uh, question I had was like bees. Just got, got to throw it out there. Like, bees! You know, is that an, like an acronym or an anagram or like, or is it just, is it what it is? You know? So, so imagine you saw like um, a radioactive cloud of killer bees coming your way in a bee movie. Yeah. What would you yell? <laughs> right? On screen. Yeah. So that's. <laughs> I guess so. It just, I've always um, loved like the corny horror movie thing. Yeah. Kind of came out of that, I think. Fair and enough. it's a lot of fun. It shows um, getting people to uh, getting the crowd going and kind of like yeah. sometimes we have a show where um, people just sometimes like we have a show. Killing bees. <laughs> yeah, right. Sometimes we had a show. Um, 
Um, but we have a lot of fun with that. Um, just like getting the crowd engaged and getting the crowd kind of just like yelling. Um, and, uh, and that's it. Yeah. It's all caps exclamation point. Um, it definitely really was like good about making connections with the audience. You know, like I would just get up there and be like, listen, if you like what we're doing, what I want you to do is just scream bees back it up. (laughs) And they would, they would do it, you know, and it was great. And they would get so into it and then it like made more of a connection, you know? Cool. That's cool. I mean, yeah, it was a lot of fun with that. Gimmicks, corniness, whatever gets your point across, man. (laughs) Whatever like makes you. Yeah. The the corniness, I've got that covered for sure. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I, uh, I grew up like listening to presidents of the united states of america and weird al so that was like yeah. you know <laughs> i um yeah. i have a song called taco bell and <laughs> you know i saw that e- pop up and we didn't have time to pull it up but i was like yeah i gotta check that it's one out. even gotten to the point where occasionally someone will show up in a taco suit so oh yeah um, that's, awesome. that's awesome sometimes yeah. you just you don't know what's going to work. <laughs> so you took your own time, energy, and like, you know, mental energy to like make that happen to show up in a taco suit. Like, that shows you care. <laughs> I love it. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Um, like I said, I think you guys are on the right path, uh, regardless of where you take it. Thanks. You know, is it just uh, you two in the band or is it like. Uh, uh, so on all the recordings we're putting out, uh, Steve. Um, played with us as well. We have a drummer, um, but he's I think looking to. He's actually a guitar player, and when we were looking for a drummer, we couldn't really find one. Yeah. Uh, so he was like, "I'll learn the drums." Um, so he's looking to get back into more of the guitar playing stuff. So we're actually looking for a drummer. Um, yeah. yeah. So, but right. we have like you know we're well, playing a festival in August yeah. and all that. But to anyone listening to this, if you're a drummer. Yeah. <laughs> out there, right? Be silly. Philadelphia area yeah. drummer, yeah. All right, track us down. I don't know if you guys... Like 90s... Uh... <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you guys can pay, but still need a drummer. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, we're looking for somebody to join the project more so than, you know, just get yeah. skin, but I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I call it like a, a mercenary band mentality, at least. Yeah, that makes sense. Like... I'm always just like, I will happily join bands and I have, but it's like, I don't know, sometimes the pieces, they fit or they don't fit. And it's just like, sure, yeah, mm-hmm. it's cool if people come and go. I mean, in a weird way, I feel like playing in a band, especially in a band scene is like, it's incestual. It's just kind of like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at a certain point, a, sure. lot of people, like, oh, okay. a lot of people have played in each other's I guess other's we did bands. end up recording... We ended up recording with a guy that we, you know, played a show with. So I mean, I yeah. definitely get what you're saying. Yeah. Well, and he um, knows he knows Nick Costa that I was talking about drum wise, and like all these. Yeah, everybody's like connected in that way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I feel like it's it's a little funny because like sometimes people get bent out of shape it's like about playing in other people's bands, but it's like we're all just trying to play music. Like I, Sure. Yeah. I don't really know how else to say it. It's like, yeah. You know, I think uh, yep. friendships are as important as anything, but at the end of the day, we're all just trying to play. So it's like kids on the yeah. playground, you know? <laughs> it's like, all right, Tommy. Yeah. I'm done playing with you on the slide for a moment. I'm going to go play soccer with Jimmy. <laughs> you know, that funny, reminds, yeah. me, that reminds me, I had this weird experience. Um, I was like checking out groceries, right? And, uh, the cashier says to me, or, you know, I mentioned the band for some reason, because we're like having yeah. a conversation. And uh, he's like, 
you know, like, um, good luck getting famous, you know? And I've had that come up a couple times where, you know, I mentioned that I play music and they're like, oh, good luck getting famous. And I was like, I never one time even thought of that. I thought we were just playing music, you know? <laughs> or you're just lying. But I guess there's like... <laughs> Oh, you're just lying. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what Matt said to me when I told him that. It's like, I mean, like, like I totally want people to hear my music. You know, like I want people to hear my music. But do I want to sign with a major record label and do that and get and make money that? Like, absolutely not. You know, <laughs> I don't know. That's yeah. Um, like, but but I want to play to a room of a thousand people and have them sing along to my music. You know, so I don't know where the, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to find the middle ground there. I suppose. But you know. yeah. I, I feel like the crowd is is as a part of the band as well. Um, and that's kind of been like one of the harder things about not being able to play live shows is like, like the crowd is like a part of the, like a part of the band. Like they're like a member yeah. of the band almost. Um, it sounds kind of corny, I guess, but you know, corny is fine. <laughs> not at all. I mean, in the, in the spirit of punk rock, really like, uh, what I always loved is kind of like, well, an audience member is probably also a band member at most shows. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, exactly. We're all in it for the same reasons, whether we know how to play guitar or whatever it is, you know, hit a snare drum. And, like. Yeah, I was definitely going to shows before I was playing in shows. So exactly. <laughs> and we all just kind of wanted to play or be at the show mm -hmm. one way or another. So I don't see as much mm -hmm. separation probably as I used to or whatever it is. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I am. Um, I've always been a bass player. Uh, before this like other people's you know bands or whatever um this is the first time i've like been the singer in a group so being the front man has been a little funny and i remember the first time i would like write stuff down you know like on the set yeah. it's like say something about this here like not like a scripted but you know just like make these notes and then it would just all fall out the window when there was yeah. a crowd in front of me because i was interacting with them you know it wasn't yeah. about like the script you know i don't do that anymore <laughs> Yeah, I guess like another impetus probably for starting this podcast was uh, Mischief Brew in a roundabout way. I don't know if you knew of them back in the day. It was a Philly band. Absolutely yeah, my, my all-time favorite band ever. Uh, Eric's songwriting It's just the whole reason. Okay. whole reason I write songs at all, actually. I, I'm a guitar player. Cool. But I heard him like play songs. I was like, all right, you're on to something. I want to try that. <laughs> like, That's awesome. But what, especially after he died, like what a lot of people would say was like, he made us feel like heroes in our songs or in his yeah. songs. And oh, even better compliment, actually, that they called them our songs, you know? Oh, and, I got, yeah, I see. That's and like, great. Yeah. I always felt like, well, whether I can do that with music or not, just in day to day life, like, why not make your friends feel like heroes? You know? Like, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a cool idea. That is the killer compliment for sure so i hope you guys feel heroic no <laughs> yeah, for sure man it's always oh. nice when somebody wants to talk to you about the things you do you know that's like super cool <laughs> exactly it's like that makes me feel good you know like that's great yeah uh-huh yeah people have asked me if i want to come on their podcast i'm like well hell yeah why wouldn't i <laughs> yeah of course i do yeah, yeah. right why not like, somebody wants to talk to me about something i worked hard on sure you know yeah right yeah absolutely exactly <laughs> <laughs> let's go but um i don't know it's uh definitely wild times right now interesting times yeah did you make um, any money in the last week or two 
working <laughs> not at music oh. no. <laughs> yeah no no GameStop oh well actually that yeah we can definitely talk yeah. about GameStop if you want but more, you know, more so texting about it for a minute yesterday yeah I think I accidentally sent you my my GameStop text whatever. or whatever but most mostly I'm just rooting for the situation like I yeah have, I have like one share it's like an honorary like I, I support the movement sort of thing but have you ever seen um mr robot it's sure a show. i i haven't actually but adam asked yeah yeah i felt like the first season was like every um like 90s hacker reference they like cram into a season of the show um, but i only watched the first season i don't i don't have i can't really speak to any more of it well um but that was kind of like like my experience growing up i mean i'm by trade i'm a programmer oh um, so like, like a lot of that hacker stuff, like yeah. that, like nineties movie hackers, um, yeah. is like one of the best movies of all time. <laughs> uh, you look the part, but, uh, okay. um, don't, please don't hack into my bank account afterward. I'm just trying to help you out here. I'm already in there, man. Damn after it. we're done Facebook. Joke's on you. There's nothing in there. Ha. Yeah. <laughs> Except my one GameStop share. Enjoy. Yeah. But, um, there you go. You got all your bitcoins. Yeah. <laughs> that, those, yeah. Uh, it's a whole different barrel of monkeys there. But um, yeah, the, the kind of the general philosophy or idea behind the show is they're going after the banking sector. That's yeah. that's their target as far as hacking goes. Yeah. Why? So, so how what, does that work out in your like I don't know a ton about this. Like, what what's the the end of this look like, or is there an end of it? <laughs> well, again, I don't want to express any of my own personal opinions too freely on the internet. Just I'm expressing the principle. Yeah, I'm uh -huh. trying my best to describe the the show. Is all, um, and in the show. Oh, that, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I missed a part of that. I see. Yeah, in the show, the <laughs> bad guys are the banking sector. Because, you know, they create a lot of debt in general on society and puts a lot of pressure on people. So the idea behind the show is, well, we can uh, ease up on that pressure if we, say, hack into the mainframe of pick a hedge fund, pick a major bank, and just press delete on all the banking records. That's the premise of, of Fight Club as well. Yes, it's very, <laughs> very similar. Exactly. David Fincher or, whatever, or uh, Chuck Palenic. Very similar. So, mm -hmm. anyway, what I guess Wall Street Bets is doing right now, it's kind of in that vein. They're already joking and saying that there's going to be a movie made about it called The Big Squeeze. Instead of, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> instead of the, the short movie that they made about the 08 crisis. Yeah, the big yeah. short, the big squeeze. Right? That's yeah. all, yeah. Hmm. Sequel of sorts or something. Huh. So Reddit's That's been me. More, I mean, more interesting of late. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I remember a friend of mine, when, when we first kind of started talking about it, he's like, I mean, if you asked me who would win, Reddit investors or a hedge fund, I would definitely put my money on the hedge fund, but this is looking pretty interesting, you know? Like yeah. if he would ask me a month ago or whatever, <laughs> but it's, it's looking interesting. <laughs> yeah, essentially all they're doing is flying a middle finger to mm -hmm. that general sector. So, sure. I'm not condoning any one party's actions. 
Just again, <laughs> I'm kind of interested in the I situation. Mean, the yeah, upshot sure. of the whole thing is probably going to be shining a little light on a dark sector that drives our economy. Um, like fixing a few things like the shorting, um, you know, like what, what is ethical, what is, uh, legal. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, what are companies getting away with, um, that maybe just doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, I mean, how ethical is it to short a stock in the first place? You know, I mean, buying and selling stock, the idea is that you're simultaneously investing in a company that has a product and a mission, and then you're also speculating on the success of that company, and, you know, you're you're sort of gambling. But when you're shorting a stock, you're only gambling, right? Like, what do you, you know, you're you're not investing in anything for that company. You're not supporting a product or anything real. You're just speculating. You're you're basically gambling. And you're also simultaneously incentivizing the failure of that company. Of course. So, so when it comes to, um, you know, like laws surrounding that kind of thing, um, if, if people aren't treating it as gambling and they're treating it as like a legitimate financial policy, uh, you know, this kind of like shines a light on that and says like, Hey, are you sure this is a legitimate financial product that we ought to be um, buying and selling? And I'm not going to say yes or no definitively um, because there's a lot of factors involved. It's just good to bring up the question and put the question on a lot of people's minds. Yeah, I think ultimately um, where you stand on the ethics of it is uh, how many figures are in your bank account. You know, plus or minus yeah. seven or eight <laughs> is usually where you draw the line between who thinks what's ethical. <laughs> so... Yeah. Wait, are you counting? Are you counting decimal places as well? <laughs> <laughs> if you're asking that question, you're not in the group, <laughs> right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I like that explanation, Adam, a lot better than like pigeons. The one, the meme ones I've been seeing with like pigeons buying bananas from monkeys and shit. It's like they've all been so ridiculous. Like all the weird cartoon meme things that I've been seeing people like try to explain this to other people. It's like. Just because I already understand this, I get what you're trying to say, but I don't feel like the the simple explanations that are out there have made much sense. I don't know. But I think that a lot of people have learned a good amount from it. Yeah. 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 I mean, financial products are a weird topic. I mean, if you saw The Big Short, I think they do a great job, that movie, of explaining how how weird a financial product can be. You know, you're buying an idea. Also, I, um, I can't remember the name of the documentary or two that I've seen on just the crisis in general, but there were some shady things going on. That's pretty much mm-hmm. where I'll leave it, you know? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're, just, we don't usually leave it, but we can do that. That's <laughs> that, listen, the way I, I tell it, people, is, is like I'm not here to really express my opinion. It's really about you guys. No, sure, Fire yeah. away, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? Well, yeah, I mean... It's, Money runs the whole country, is what I think. But that's yeah. you know, yeah, that covers about that covers all of it. I think. Yeah, I think we're we're probably in agreement there. Yeah. Um. Well, I guess on the topic of money, we're probably all part timers here in the uh, in the music realm. There's... Oh, in terms of music, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I've had a few full timers yeah. on here, and uh, yeah. I, I like to tell them that they give the rest of us hope, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess I'm full-time music in that I teach it all day, which is cool. Um, but, yeah, so I, I'm a music teacher in the Philly School District as well. 
So I teach kids to play violin and mm -hmm. guitar and upright bass and cello and all that stuff. On that subject, then I got to ask you about a movie. But before I ask you about that, movie, <laughs> I haven't seen. I haven't seen it. I haven't it's seen it. It's a Disney movie. It's called Soul. Coco? I still haven't seen it. Oh wait, what is it? I think it's just called Soul. I'm pretty sure. You know, actually, oh. I've been hearing a lot about that recently, but I I don't know anything about it. It's other than movie. like it's come up in conversation about music. I think. Yeah, it may be only available on like a certain streaming thing, like Disney Plus Disney or whatever. Plus but um, really good movie, and especially if you teach huh. music, you will not be able to drag your attention away from it. Uh, I have okay. That would be my general guess because. I, I don't know. I just thought it was so well done in general for a lot of different reasons. But we'll just start with the teaching music idea. Okay. That was a good gateway to, to maybe uh, maybe think about watching it. And uh, if you do, definitely okay. text me because I thought it was fascinating. I'll let you know how it goes. It's, I, I think I was just talking to one of my students. Oh, one of my students was showed me something from Whiplash the other day. And I was like people always recommend that movie to me, you know, and say it's great, but I've never seen it. I've never seen Mr. Holland's Opus. I've never seen, you know what I mean? Like all those movies about yeah. music, but there are, there are a lot of really great ones. I just haven't seen them. I don't know why, but I'll, this well, is soul, right? S O U L. Is that what it is? Soul? Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Okay. I mean, I could Google it real quick or text you later, but I, um, I can do that too. It's fine. I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen it popping up in the feed. Yeah. People are talking about it online. Okay. So. Um, yeah, but it's about music. It's, it, you know, I hear about it. it's about more than music, you know. It's kind of about sure. the age-old tale of getting what you thought you always dreamed of, and you know what happened. <laughs> and be like, uh, okay, you yeah, know, sure. it's like, yeah. So that sounds like a good thing for a lot of people to see. <laughs> yeah, it goes well beyond yeah. music, but the pretext is a music sure. teacher. So yeah, um, I thought it was cool for that reason. If if not more, so yeah, I'll well, yeah. take a look. Um, again, I kind of feel like I have a tendency to to go down certain little rabbit holes and tangents. So whatever. <laughs> um, usually, I'm full of yeah. book recommendations and stuff like that too. But uh, what have you guys been doing? Like, I don't know, occupationally, or you know, sort of if you're if you have more downtime because of lack of work, like, I, I don't know exactly what you guys do. So, um, I, well, wait, I do know what you do. You just told me computer programmer. So nothing's <laughs> changed for you. <laughs> you know, your occupation isn't always what you do. Right. I don't know. It's, uh, yeah. Adam. Yeah. When people ask me like, what do I do? Like yeah. in a social scenario? Um, I think it's, I always end up in this weird situation. They expect me to tell them what I do to make money. And mm. I almost never tell them what I do to make money. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, I meant like, what do you do for a living? And I'm like, why would I talk, talk about that? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, usually what I would say is, you know, I, I play the bass and I figure skate. Um, oh, so go. it's kind of like a weird combination of things. Um, but, you know, that's the other thing I do in my free time. Um, I run. I, play I go out in the woods a lot. Right on. There you go. I love skating. Um, I follow. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you just Every, don't know how to bend your knees, man. <laughs> Every, everyone needs a hobby. So <laughs> just try not to lose too many yeah. teeth. Yeah. But, 
yeah, that's uh, definitely a hockey thing. Losing teeth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I grew up in a family of computer programmers, so I kind of get some of the lingo. But uh, going back to uh, Mike there at the top, I mean, how's, um, how's teaching changed? Teaching music? <laughs> I mean, drastically. Um, I, I'm still doing the same stuff, you know? I'm still, like, teaching kids to get better. But uh, I think the hardest part is the 3D thing. Uh, like not being able to see what they're doing uh, a, yeah. a person holding an instrument in three dimensions um it takes so much more time for me to be like lift up your camera move your camera move your body move this move yeah. that need to see your left hand need to see your right hand you know than just like to look at a person in front of you standing there doing a thing you know yeah so that's the hardest challenge is describing to kids things I can't see or things they can't see me do, you know, um, that's been the hardest part, but also just, you know, a ton of kids aren't showing up. Um, and for whatever reason that might be, uh, no, a ton of, a ton of kids are, you know, um, I didn't expect like zero or a hundred percent with this thing. And for the listeners, I'm holding up a cell phone or (laughs) name, name your gadget, but you know, it's a little, a little distracting in these times, I would think. For sure. I mean, and then they're they're just on it anyway. But now they just want to be away from it. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least yeah. not phones, but computers. They want to be away from computers. You know. Yeah. I'm sure they're still on phone all the yeah, time. Yeah. There's a good but, joke, uh, <clears throat> I think, among people who are stuck inside, where it's like, I I spend all day on my medium screen to get small breaks <laughs> to look at my small screen to at the end of the day <laughs> to get to look at my big screen. <laughs> God, like, I hadn't heard that before, but it's like, like horrifying. <laughs> Yeah, that's why, like, that's why I, I wanted to become a teacher or do something not like sitting, staring at a computer all day, you know, yeah. and now that's, I actually had to move my, I had my teaching space, like, right in front of my band space so that all my music stuff was together, you know, and that did not work out. Like, I just, I did not want to go to that space when I was done working, you know, and now I've moved it like eight feet yeah. and I'm a thousand times more productive. Uh, you know, in my personal music, yeah. Yeah, I think creating space um, for your different things is, is so critical. And um, I've been, I've actually been working remote for many years. I feel like your life yeah. has just not changed at all. Yeah. <laughs> in a lot of ways, in a lot of ways it hasn't, other than socializing, yeah, has, has mean, really been affected. Um, but in terms of work, I mean, it's, it's pretty much, ex- actually the one thing that's different is now my wife also works from home. So now we work yeah. in the same room, Ooh. Um, but you know, and like like you're saying Hopefully with the multiple screens, I mean, yeah, it's it's not it's not bad. Um, every once in a while, we have to take two meetings at the same time, <laughs> and then uh, yeah. it gets a little rough. But um, but yeah, I'm sitting there, and it's like the TV is on, just like playing something in the background, and then I have my work laptop, and then I have my personal laptop, and that might have like my email open, and then my phone is there, and then her laptop is there, and then her personal laptop is there. And there's six screens in the room at one time. Not that they're all necessarily doing anything useful, but it is like incre- incredibly overwhelming. Um, and there, I move my desk around a lot, like where my workspace. Um, and I've had times where I put my workspace like in the place where we hang out, and then I can't like stop work at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, so uh, I mean. In terms of productivity, it's super important, like, and getting away from work, super important to just, like, have a different space. 
even if that just means like turning around or like closing your laptop or whatever, like putting it in the closet. Like every night when I'm done work, um, I actually close down my laptop, put it in the closet, my work laptop. Um, and like that's that's how I kind of keep things separated. Um, and then like smoking triggers. Like Adam and I both used to smoke cigarettes like pretty frequently. Um, and we both quit, but it really sounds like, you know, you're in the same space. And so you just keep doing the same thing or it's like this thing makes you do, you know, there's, there's a lot of those same like cues or whatever you want to call them, you know, um, yeah. when you're doing your work stuff in your home stuff or vice versa after a year of it, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you guys are certainly not alone. And I mean, <laughs> sure. I'm not trying to like, <laughs> separate myself either I just mean I've heard a lot of similar uh, sentiment from a lot of people yeah you know? I, so. and I, I actually have friends who um, they're they're computer programmers as well who um, given the opportunity to work from home they would decline it normally um, and now that they have to work from home they're very you know it's not really going very well or maybe it's going fine but like they would prefer to just go somewhere mm -hmm. so that they can go there and work and then come home and sit down at their computer and not feel like they're at work yeah um, no, it, I get it. And it's a completely different set of parameters. I mean, set of boundaries, yeah. set of whatever you want to call it, you know. I guess my... And, like, also, like, just getting into that mindset, um, also for work, not just for, you know, personal stuff, but also for work. I mean, you're you're going to be more focused on work if you're not also in your, like, personal comfortable space. Mm -hmm. uh, to some degree, at least. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Um... Like, I mean, you know, if I, if I ever need to, like, really focus on something, like, if I'm working on something really complicated versus, like, day-to-day -day stuff, I'll go and, like, work at my, like, actual desk. But if I'm working on something that's, like, easy that I do every day, then, like, you know, the living room, like, I mean, I don't actually have a couch, but, you know, sitting on the couch would be fine. Um, yeah. I'm a floor person. We, <laughs> my wife and I, we, like, we have a bunch of pillows. Yeah. You must do yeah, yoga. We live on the floor. You must do yoga or something. <laughs> Uh yeah, I mean not like yoga, but like we're both like do flexibility training and stuff like yeah. that. So I mean, I got way more flexible. I was always a really stiff yeah. person. Probably helps yeah. with figure skating. I was not flexible until um yeah. you know we got together, and that was like years and years ago now. But um living on the floor, sitting on the floor, sitting cross-legged, whatever. Um, it was it's pretty life changing. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, so. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I think if anybody's listening to this, like, again, uh, they'll find it far more relatable than possibly I will. Because <laughs> I, I, <just> hear, <laughs> I hear so much of it and I'm just like, wow, I kind of envy you guys and your problems right now. It just sounds like such a well, luxury. Sure, yeah. um, I kind of want to ask, like, what your side's like. I, I mean, I know you don't want to spend too much time on you or whatever, but <laughs> it's like, what's, what is your side like? Like, what's, I, mean, I don't know, what's your perspective like, you know? I do feel a little bit like an outsider, I guess, because my world hasn't drastically changed. People still get sick. Mm -hmm. People still die. You know, uh, steep, people still get born. Yeah. You know, it's the a circle of life or whatever. Um, and by and large, I mean, yeah, some attitudes or some mentalities and perspectives have shifted, but the actual day-to-day -day job is largely the same. And like, yeah. especially my day-to-day -day life is largely the same. So it's just kind of like, I feel like I'm walking around in a little bit different world, but 
My yeah. little orbit is largely the same work-wise. It's just, you know, some of the things that I'm passionate about, like music and whatnot, right. you know, have kind of gone by the wayside, at least when it comes to the playing shows aspect or yeah. whatever. I did manage to record a couple of EPs, so that kept me busy, but right. definitely itching to get back to jamming and, and playing out a little bit. Um, yeah. Um, and the other thing is, like, stuff keeps changing. Like, I mean, yeah, this past year has been really different, but, like, look like 15 years ago at, like, what people were doing, you know, before the internet, or before the internet was what it is today. Um, going places to do things that you have to do, like, let's say you have yeah. to file some paperwork with the government. <laughs> like, go to a place, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. I still... Using the mail. I still operate so, um, that way. I'm still, like, mailing t-shirts and stuff to people, and I'm just like... Mm. <laughs> so going down the post office. Or, um, yeah, so I mean, you know, stuff's always changing. Um it's not I guess the only thing that doesn't change is that stuff is gonna change. Hey so, pretty corny again. <laughs> that one's a little much for me, Adam, I gotta say. That's, yeah, that was that was pretty corny. <laughs> Well, that's true, man. I mean, that's all you can really count on. There's a, there's like an extremely unknown song as far as I know, but it's on my playlist and it's just called I Love the Unknown. And it's just a great song. I don't know if the guy ever did anything past that song. In my opinion, he wrote that song and then he, you know. And that was it. That was it. He cashed totally out at the, at the poker table and he did something else. But it was such a perfect song. It just... I love the unknown, and then he basically repeats that line throughout the song. <laughs> uh, I think a dude named Clem Snide. Clem Snide, definitely yeah. not somebody I'm familiar exactly. with. Exactly, I never even or haven't looked him even looked him up yet. He's just on my Spotify rotation. I hear that song. Feeling. <laughs> Speaking of poker game, I would love to. I would love to sit down and play cards with like a group of people. Man. You know, when is that? <laughs> well, I'm sure there's poker games going on. They were never exactly wide out in the open to begin with. So, um, but yeah, kind of, you know, uh, rotating back towards uh, your guys' music. Um, so you had the EP. Uh, in my opinion, it was killer. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you got uh, some new stuff coming out. So. Maybe we yeah. should kind of um, talk we about had that. Life coach back in November. Yeah, sure. We had life coach back in November, um, which was kind of like I don't know, a hot frogs ish song, right? Up tempo, kind of punky, but it was like about repetition, doing the same thing over and over. It's like you know, uh, yeah. everybody kind of felt like what's going on. Um, and now we don't wander. It's it's so funny how like we wrote these songs a while ago, I guess. Especially life coach is a lot newer, but we don't wander is a little older. Yeah. And it's about people fighting over the wrong things mm -hmm. and not making any progress on the things that we're supposed to be or the things that, like, obviously humanity should work together to make progress on, taking care of each other and shit. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of what this song is about. Like, it starts with that, like, snide voice of, like, the Charlie Brown teacher, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, like, I love what do you a think sarcasm. you're doing? What's that? I love a little sarcasm in, in lyrics, sir. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
Yep. I always I always tend to do different characters, and I always worry that people will get confused. Like, I mean, I don't spend a lot of time on this, but like as I'm writing it, I'm like, I hope they'll understand that this is somebody else and not me. You know, <laughs> but that doesn't really matter. Have, in the long have you gotten to the point uh, <laughs> though, artistically or and as an artist, where you feel like though it doesn't matter anymore? Because that's where I'm at. Oh, I do like, feel like it doesn't matter. Yeah, I do feel like it doesn't matter. I don't care. But I'm very interested in it. You know, it's yeah, more like uh, that, that, like, like, that, um, it, that it bothers me, right? Like, I, I wrote a I song. Think it's, I think it's good when different people um, interpret the lyrics different ways. I think exactly. that, um, yeah. like, yeah, the, the best songs are ones where people, like, two different people will get, come away with, like, two completely different ideas of what it's about. Yeah, like, um, and, uh, and yeah, Friday, right? Friday uh, is yeah. the release yeah. date for We Don't Wander. Um, yeah. So the Friday. single will come out this Friday on 2-5. <laughs> well, I'll make sure I get all the dates yeah, be- nailed down in, in the podcast, <laughs> like intro and, and notes and all that stuff. So hopefully people won't be confused. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, like going back to Mischief Brew, I just thought Eric was such a brilliant lyricist because... I mean, one person could take the lyric completely literally and run with it that direction, and someone else could maybe guess he was being sarcastic and run with it that way. But at the end of the day, like, it, <laughs> yeah, and that sort of didn't matter. People could get equally pumped up about their interpretation. Yeah, and that's where I've ended up with it. Of course, like you're you're saying, you know, is um, I I've always noticed that people grab that one lyric and hold on to it in any song whatever it might be, the one that they feel yeah. like they can relate to the most. And the next one might say, hey, that last thing is wrong or is not what I meant <laughs> or might change the meaning of it some way, you know? But yeah. they're still grabbing onto that first lyric, you know, and holding on to it. So, yeah. I, you know, it doesn't really. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, I wrote a, a song about a, a Charlie Brown comic and uh, or I thought oh, it was yeah. Charlie Brown or something. And it was like, the world has ended and there's these people sitting in a cave and it's like, well, at least we created a lot of value for the shareholders. And I was like, Oh yeah, <laughs> that is a perfect idea for a song. And I started it off with, yeah. uh, the first lyric was like, fuck my carbon footprint. And so many people have heard that and just gone, yeah, fuck my carbon footprint. Yeah. Hell yeah. And I'm like, hmm. I don't know if that's exactly what I meant, but uh, Hey, I'll take it. <laughs> so it's fun when you get that like ambiguity to it you know uh there's a what was somebody asking me about life coach it was some weird question i was like how did you even get that out of that song they were like <laughs> is einstein the, the something i don't know i'll i'll fix it <laughs> but it was just a weird question i was like how could you possibly get that out of the lyrics but yeah sure that's yeah. what it is no problem that's fine <laughs> whatever you want you know <laughs> it's, uh, it's all about like that Bob Dylan mentality, man. It's like, I'm never going to explain a song to you. What it means to you is what it means. That's it. Yeah, that's true. There's no explanation. Yep. <laughs> but <laughs> but that was Bob Dylan. One could argue is a little high on his horse at times. So uh, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here to ask you guys actually what, you know, if you want to talk about your songs, like for sure. So, um, that covers Life Coach, and you sent me the new one. I listened to it; it's pretty good. Um, Thanks. And you said that was the one that comes out Friday. 
Yeah, and that's the one kind of about fighting don't, with each other over, you know, the yeah, wrong don't, stuff. Yeah, don't wander. Not really get anywhere. Or we don't wander. Yeah, we um, don't wander. So I noticed... We don't wander, we don't wander, you know, kind of good. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess I Yeah, sometimes a, even within the band, we don't always know the lyrics. What was that? <laughs> uh, for the longest time, I didn't realize that, uh, like, the, like Mike says little kitties, and then later he says little kitties. Hmm. And I, like, never understood that those were different words. And you probably can't hear that they're different words either because they sound the same. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't, yeah. Well, um, you, but, um, you did send me like, it really a changes like you, how you imagine it. Like, uh, cause like the lyric is like little kitties, like children, have you lost your heads? And I'm always picturing all these little kittens, like with their heads, like, and they're totally confused. <laughs> I really, well, yeah. Yeah. yeah I like that about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, the, 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 like, uh, I mean, the ears are the most important part, right? Without any, without people listening to the music, like. Yeah. No so music. you did send me the rough edit of the further. music video. <laughs> yeah, I um. So I st this weekend I made a music video, and it's not like completely edited. I basically sent you the raw footage, um, but it's uh, all of the work that went into the video, basically. Yeah, uh, that's cool. I I made be... I made. Did you watch it? Or did yeah. you get a chance to see it yet? Or. Yeah, yeah, I watched it. I'm, I'm now I'm like intrigued to like see where you take it in the final, uh, you know, edit. I mean, it's just going to be like um, you won't get the full picture the whole time. Uh, yeah. You won't get me in my pajamas and slippers, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> um, I thought it was cool because you changed clothes halfway through. <laughs> yeah, different days. Um, but yeah, I think I'll just zoom in on different sections, kind of, and show the different parts as it moves through and. Yeah. Maybe time the changes of the music, but maybe not worry too much about that because I am definitely not a video editor. Um, and, you know, just yeah. uh, change the visual a little bit more. That's all. Yeah. Oh, that's it's, cool, man. Yeah. I, I think you're headed, you're headed in the right direction. I mean, I don't know how long either of you have been in the game, but I know, like, refining your techniques becomes fun, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's, I've been playing for a long time in different bands, um, but it's always been like prog rock. Like yeah. you know, as a bass player, I'm like I'm a, I have a degree in jazz bass, but I never really played jazz. I played like yeah. prog rock, and I played like fast rock, and I played you know, uh, I played bass in like this gypsy rock band that was like super fast, dancey music kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I got tired of complicating things. And this band was like about simplifying things, you know, yeah. and just like chilling out with all that. Uh, yeah, so that's where this came from. It's just trying to simplify all the craziness that I used to think was important in music, you know. Well, like I said, I, I think you're uh, you're headed in the right direction, man. It's it's just like easy to listen to, and it's catchy. It's like what else do you like really that? whatever <laughs> what else do you really want? You know, you can yeah. complicate yep. your your six four and your time signatures <laughs> and your your modes and your augmented ninths and all this well, crap but it's like don't who cares <laughs> we'll probably we'll probably have some mixed time signatures coming up this year i mean you gotta throw them in there but probably my favorite yeah. scottish band is biffy clyro and they uh they do oh, it, yeah they do it so well that it's like you don't even know what you're listening to necessarily you know i saw them i saw them at loch ness uh oh, wow. at a music festival and then i almost died that night uh, <laughs> was it the loch ness monster that got you 
What's that? The Loch Ness monster came out of the lake, came after you. No, but we, yeah. Um, basically, like uh, my my wife is English, and yeah. at the time she still lived there, uh, and I was going to visit her for a month, and. The rest of my friends at the time, I don't, did you go to that concert, Adam? We're going to see Prodigy, the Prodigy. Um, in, and I was like, in Philly. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was totally bummed that I was going to miss it. Um, and so my wife was like, well, we'll figure out a way to get you to see a Prodigy show. And we looked it up and they were playing at this festival called Rock Ness, um, which is like literally right on the edge of Loch Ness. And it was a big music festival. That's amazing. Um, <clears throat> So I was like, cool, uh, let's go up there. We'll take a bus. We'll go up to Loch Ness. And I'm thinking, like, we'll try and camp with somebody. We'll try and find a place we can stay easy. And if not, we'll just, like, get a hotel room, right? Because Loch Ness, I'm sure there's, like, a hotel and we can just get a hotel room. No, Loch Ness is not a tourist site. (laughs) It has one four-room bed and breakfast and all the lights for miles shut off at the end of the, like at the end of the day. <laughs> oh, That's awesome. We weren't, and we were like super protective of the campsite and we weren't able to find somebody to stay with. And we tried to sleep by the lake and there was too many bugs and it was cold. So I ended up sleeping under a generator and basically like got both carbon monoxide poisoning and frostbite at the same time. But I think they mm-hmm. both like counteracted the other and I survived. Um, <laughs> Very good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was pro, pro tip for uh, festival goers is it's not safe to sleep near the generator. It is not I mean, safe. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I might be connecting um, too many dots here, but you know, CO poisoning leads to a loss of brain cells, which could lead to simpler music. <laughs> you know, in the long run. Yeah. So there you go. So that's that's how we got bees actually. At the, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what happened. Faded after the carbon monoxide poisoning. Yeah, you forgot. It's funny you mention that because. Um, I'm sure we've been at a festival before where we like saw the guy passed out by the generator and went and got somebody and we're like, yeah, you got to drag that guy away. <laughs> Maybe. <Yeah. laughs> um, I mean, I have a clear, I have a clear image in my mind memory of like something like that happening, you know, like when things were getting rainy and everybody was miserable. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I probably wasn't too observant at that point would be my best <laughs> guess uh, <laughs> at a festival, but you never know. Well, that's awesome, man. Um, I, 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 I love the good Biff, but uh, yeah, right. They were great. I had also, also never heard of them like before that. They ooh. are really big in Europe, but I oh, yeah, I had never heard there. of them. And here, it's like people are like, "Who's that?" And it's like I know, yeah. They were. I think they were like the second, like they were the headlining act, or they were like next to last that night, or something. They were like big deal there. Oh, like, they're, who are these people? they're huge in, in Europe, and I guess it just yeah, doesn't click cool. here that much. But their shows, even yeah. in America, are really fun. Um, yeah, they're the only band, obviously, that plays shirtless 100 percent of the time. But then, the um, the main thing I think that like really like is wild is when they come on stage. Um, obviously, they walk out shirtless and smoke's going and all that, but they just stand there and then they stare <laughs> at the crowd, like, out over the crowd. The lasagna's done. Um, but yeah it's so wild because like they just stare and you're like who are these three shirtless scotsmen (laughs) covered in tattoos that just like what are they doing you know that's that's funny the most nervous i ever got on stage playing with bees was when a band did that to us in the audience (laughs) the band that went on before us is it the blue band yeah um, nightmare Nightmare blue 
and like yeah, that. It, I yeah. was so nervous, like for that whole set, and like like more nervous than I've ever been. And they were standing there, staring up at us on the stage, just like perfectly still. And I was like, <laughs> I was like shaking in my boots. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird when people do that. So no, I, was, I don't know. I like they the have like a creepy uh, like a creepy vibe as well. So it kind of like yeah, <laughs> it was like it was like a ghost cowboy band. It's kind of what it was like, like Western yeah. music, but everybody was ghosts in the band or something that's the best yeah. way i can describe them <laughs> yeah well like, like i said i guess uh dinner's about ready for me i usually keep these things going for about an hour or so um yeah that's all right man i don't know if we if we hit the, all the talking points per se um i will drop what in. we're doing new music and the covers you know yeah, I don't know if you've listened to the podcast before, but basically I just drop in the major details up front. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. cool. You know, great. Send me the, uh, you know, the big dates where things happen, music videos come out, okay. songs come out, whatever else you cool. want. Cool. I don't, uh, I guess we have to work that out when the video is coming out, but <laughs> should be soon. Yeah, anything you can come up with, you know, great. I'll make sure All that's, right, uh, that's prominently displayed. And um, I think I invited you to the group on Facebook. Yep. So yep, I'm in there. You get updates hopefully that way. And um, yeah, you're always welcome back on. Yeah. So thanks, and let us know if you're putting on a festival or a show or anything like that, and we'll make it happen. Yeah, I do think that our specific genre probably meshes pretty well. Um, For sure. I mean, even if so. even if our music doesn't sound I mean, our voices sound very similar, I think, in general. Yeah. But even if the music isn't like super similar, the the time period that it kind of relates yeah, to it, it sounds is, you know, nineties yeah, or whatever. So, so, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So that's um, great. Totally, we'll do it. So maybe you know, even if it's just the smaller, smaller thing, we might match up well on a bill, um, one way cool. or another. So yeah, we'll see though. We're gonna with that unknown nobody's band again too. So we'll try and hook up with them. Yeah, I'm trying to get up to Philly when shows come back. So, all right, that um, sounds good. We'll put something on. It's there. There are some gatekeeper uh, booking agents up here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, but we get some decent shows too. So, well, that's cool, man. Yeah, thanks um, a lot for having us. Um, you know. Yeah, I'll, I'll get this uh, wrapped up and edited. Um, I think I'll probably put this. I usually put episodes out on Mondays, as long as I don't get too backed up. So most likely a week from today and I'll send you the episode um, prior to that. So, okay, cool. Um, All right, man. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. it. Take it easy. Yeah. Have a good night. And uh, if you watch soul, definitely let me know what you think. Oh yeah, I will. I, this is what happens. It it might be up your alley. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right, man. Enjoy your lasagna. Take it easy. <laughs> Later. Have a good one. See ya. Most times it helps me to sing along. I don't know how I got here. I left no crumbs. Sometimes you wander off. So, yeah, I want to thank Mike and Adam for coming on. Thank you guys for listening. The song you're hearing in the background is called The Other Day off of their EP. Personally, it's my favorite song off the EP, but, um, their new one is also called We Don't Wander, which was featured at the beginning of the episode. 
And uh, yeah, if you like it, definitely go check it out. It's on Spotify and iTunes and all the usual places. And uh, hopefully this episode found you well. Uh, thanks for listening, and maybe see you again next week. Day. Sometimes you wander off to sing along. I don't know how I got here. I left no crumbs. Sometimes you wander off without me.